Welcome to the Foxes and Fowl podcast, season two. Foxes and Fowl is the campus ministry of the United Church of Canada at the University of British Columbia. We are committed to exploring the ways that God is at work in us and others for the healing and renewal of the world. We believe that God has called us to live in a particular way in this world, the way of Jesus. To help us do that, over the next several weeks, we're going to take a break from our usual pattern of longer interviews and dive into St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians together, one little step at a time. We hope you'll join us on the way. Hey there, welcome to the Foxes and Fowl podcast. I'm Aaron. As you heard in the introduction, over the past little while, we've been working our way through parts of St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. So if this is your first time listening, you may want to go back to the first episode of the season called All Saints. Or maybe this is the word that God wants for you today. Either way, I'm glad you're with us. So over the past four episodes, we've been thinking in particular about Paul's image of the whole armor of God from Ephesians 6 verses 10 to 18. These are the tools that we have at our disposal to stand against the spiritual realities working against God's good will and purposes for our lives and for this world. And so far we've considered the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, and the shield of faith. And today we're putting on the helmet of salvation, the next piece of our spiritual armor. Paul says, Take the helmet of salvation. And now sometimes we can read too much into these things, but I'm interested in the active reception of salvation. We take the helmet as if it's being held out, offered by another. We don't snatch and grab at it, but neither is it thrown at us. We don't catch it unexpectedly. It's not foisted on us unwillingly. We take the helmet of salvation. Now, different Christian traditions think differently about what salvation means, what it means to be saved. You know, for some, we're saved from punishment after death, or for others, we're saved for something in this life. For some, it happens at the moment of accepting Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. For others, salvation is an ongoing process. St. Paul says elsewhere that the cross of Christ is power for those who are being saved. Now, some believe it's a once and forever thing, and others insist that it's not a guarantee, but something that we constantly work and strive for in faithfulness. It seems that to me that both biblically and in my experience, the truth is somewhere in the middle. If someone asks, when were you saved? It's perfectly legitimate for a Christian to answer somewhere around 33 AD on a hill called Golgotha, outside of the city of Jerusalem. Orthodox Christian belief says that when Jesus was crucified, he took on the sins of the world and they were destroyed with him. And when he rose from the dead, even death was destroyed once and for all. From that first Easter morning, there is nothing that can separate us from God, which is what sin is which means that we are rescued, we are saved from anything that would ultimately destroy us. However, there's an element of becoming, of being saved, that I suspect is familiar to 
all who strive to follow Jesus and to live into the hope of his resurrection and reign. We put on the helmet of salvation, showing that we're ready for action, ready to face down what is evil. So perhaps this image of a helmet being handed to us is especially apt. We have this thing, which is unquestionably true, solid, there, but it doesn't do us much good if we don't take it and put it on. In the company of Jesus, there is no question that we are reconciled to God. Nothing will separate us from God's love in Christ, Paul says in the letter to the Romans. But that's not just a passive reality. It makes a claim on us. From the moment we understand our forgiveness, our salvation, which is by grace alone, we learn to live into that reality. We are ready to stand against the death-dealing ways of evil in the world in the way of love everlasting. And may it be so. Amen. Thanks to the Foxes and Fowl team and the Pacific Mountain Regional Council of the United Church of Canada for making this all happen. Thanks as ever to Davis Miller for the soundtrack. Hope you can join us next time. And until then, grace and peace.